0: Welcome to For the Love of Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel, and I'm a manifestation and spiritual life coach teaching women how to magnetize what they desire and to bring back the magic and abundance within them. I'm so excited to have you here and let's drive straight into all of the magic, all of the spiritual growth, and all of the manifestations within Guys, a little bit as I just got back from Costa Rica a few days ago um, just to visit, and the core of my travels was an ayahuasca ceremony. So, this was my first time doing ayahuasca, and I was a little bit intimidated. You know, you hear all these crazy stories <laughs> of people seeing all this crazy shit, and um. these intense ego depths and all these things so of course i was excited yet highly intimidated um but you know i was in a really really good mental space and i was very very ready for the experience i was definitely being told in this time in my life that i was ready and it was the next next phase of my spiritual growth so um yeah (laughs) it was a Small get together in Paredes de Velodon, Costa Rica. Um, it was just so extremely magical arriving there, um, very, very quaint, just family run um, ceremony. So it was just me and one other woman from New York, and she had done it before. Uh, super, super sweet, sweet woman um, with just amazing energy. And the shaman, Eric, along with uh, his cousins, I believe, were just so nourishing. So, um, they just let it in such a perfect way of not disturbing you <laughs> and just letting you have your internal experience. So, within arriving there, it's just this beautiful area and... Or a that's like at the top of this mountainside so you have this just incredible view of the jungle below you. The house had so many windows and it was just a slice of sunshine for me <laughs> because I had um, been staying in just very, you know, modest accommodations just to make this travel happen without spending a bunch of money. Um, so it was, it was spectacular to to be in such a beautiful space that was actually so secluded. Like It wasn't a wellness center or anything crazy like that, it was just like the, his home, <laughs> which was so beautiful. Um, of course, we talked about the experience beforehand, and something that he deeply recommended was having a conversation with Aya, your higher self, God, whatever it is that you resonate with, to set intentions for the ceremony. Um, And so for me, I did a breathwork session facing the jungle, (laughs) and it was crazy because I definitely got some very, very direct insights that um, that were led to me, and it was beautiful. And it was telling me how my experience was going to go, and it was so comforting to me because it's exactly how it, it all, like the whole ceremony, ended up going was how I was told beforehand. It was like basically saying to me, just don't worry. This will be a beautiful experience for you. This is your first time. This will be graceful and nourishing. and It will be everything that you need. And that's exactly what it was. So I don't know if any of you have tried ayahuasca before, but before saying anything else, I do want to definitely say it is one of those um, plant medicines, just like all psychedelics, but even more so that you want to be very mentally prepared. You want to be very physically prepared, energetically prepared, spiritually prepared. It's not something you just go in like lightly and just like think it's gonna solve all of your problems and your life is a mess. <laughs> it's something that you're you're kind of called to do, um, and you know when it's your time to do it. So for me, that that was now, <laughs> and and my body just welcomed it so, so beautifully. My body was so welcoming to Mother Aya. I was so ready for it. Um, so I had two cups. Uh, we sat in front of a fire right beforehand outside underneath this covered patio area with this wonderful view of the jungle and started playing music. Uh, Eric and the his um, and started playing some beautiful music which i like wish i could get the playlist of because i would listen to that on ayahuasca or not (laughs) it was like the perfect combination of things that i like we laid down on our mats at first i just sat down in a meditation position until i started to feel the effects a little bit um before laying down and what's so interesting about this is it's an internal it definitely is an internal experience um so most of it is all done with your eyes closed, preferred with your eyes closed. I mean, it's almost like when you open your eyes, the it's not the the effects wear off, but you have to like it takes a while for them to come back into effect once you close your eyes. Like when you open your eyes and you feel like you need to go to the bathroom or get a drink of water or whatever it is, which they help you do, um, it's like you don't even feel as you feel a little out of it, but that's about it. What just what's just so like interesting about it, you know? And then when you lay down and close your eyes again, it, it takes a little while to ease back into the experience. And um, that's why, I mean, you could definitely say that when you open your eyes, it's almost like an escape from the internal world when you become really fearful. I would say that I I was just so blessed to have the experience that I did. Um, my, like I said, my body was just so ready for it. My nervous system, my spirit was just so, so ready for it. And for me, it just felt so, so nourishing. I felt like I was just being cradled by Mother Earth herself. This isn't a specific podcast, guys. I'm just describing to you my experience, and that's it. (laughs) Nothing specific. If you have specific questions, um, you know, let me know somewhere on social media, and I can dive deeper into those questions, but this is just my general experience that I have, and it's very good to talk about it afterwards as well because it keeps it revamping and and allows you to keep learning those lessons within you. The integration process after is the most powerful, the most important. And so (laughs) after I started to feel the effects, after like an hour, I laid down, closed my eyes, and one uh, one of the first things that really came my way is I noticed that this was a familiar space. I felt like, what, how for, for me, I got, I got some visuals. I didn't get anything crazy visual. Um, you know, I didn't get all sorts of geometric patterns and all these things that you hear about, um, but I did get visuals, lots and lots of wholeheartedly felt emotions, and a lot of just like this consciousness was entering my body and speaking to me. Um, I've had this experience before within activating DMT, within me doing breath work, um, and that's why I was feeling like this just felt so familiar to me. The voice was familiar. The consciousness was familiar. The whole space was like I knew this this person, this woman. And that's why they call ayahuasca like Mother Ayahuasca. And to be honest, it's like you probably will not know until you do it, but it feels very much like a woman. It feels like a nourishing woman energy, a woman voice. It comes from this, this woman energy, this consciousness, this intelligence that just takes you over. And that's what my shaman had described about her beforehand, too, is like, she's an energy, she's an intelligence, she's not just a drug, you know. And it's so true, because I feel like it was definitely an intelligence that was leading to me and speaking to me. It's like we're having conversations with each other. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it's definitely and energy, and intelligence, and I would like to say like a consciousness, a consciousness that takes you over and is part of you, but also feels like, yeah, like I said, it's a part of you, and that was one of the biggest takeaways that I had was that I am Mother Aya, and Mother Aya is me, because it felt like one, it felt connected, it felt like exactly what it does, psychedelics, ayahuasca really just slowing down this automatic part of our body, slowing down the ego, how we see ourselves and how we see the world. And so it allows in the space for our intuition to come through, for the guidance to come through, for Mother Earth to come through when all of that is quieted so, so much. So that's what it really was, was allowing that space to come in, that consciousness really come in so, so vividly, so clearly. And so, yeah, that's one of the things that kind of came to me at first, was like, you know, you, you come to these ceremonies, this, uh, you know, doing things like plant medicine, I was to seek the answers and the, you know, the lessons and all these things, but you are the medicine. Another takeaway that I had was, within that same realm right there, is whenever I started to feel fearful, whenever I started to feel uncomfortable and fearful and, and sick, um, because ayahuasca can definitely make you feel crazy, and that's when people throw up, um, but whenever I started to feel that, I had to stop because my dogs were barking a squirrel. <laughs> um but whenever I started to feel fearful, uncomfortable, or sick, I noticed it was because I was res- resisting the experience. And um, this kind of goes similarly to um, mushrooms as well. Um, when you are not surrendering to the experience, when you're trying to control the experience in some sort of way, you have to remember that when you decide to do these things, you might think that you might have a little bit of control. But you don't you have to surrender your control you have to surrender to the experience just as i had said when i was talking about my experience with um my magic mushroom ceremony and so every time that there was a moment where i was having um those fearful thoughts and i was having those fearful um experiences and uncomfortableness i got this voice telling me like you come to this medicine for healing and for the answers and for the lessons and all these things, but you don't want to actually learn them. You just want them to arrive. And that was so, so profound. And after that, I just went on a whole spree of just comforting nourishment and just being showed all these visions and, the, and these emotions and emotions this consciousness taking over me telling me these things like stop analyzing my voice was saying stop analyzing the experience stop trying to take in these visions and these sayings and these lessons and these feelings and these emotions and all these things that you can't even put into words that you can't even describe with the human language that you're feeling right now and you're seeing right now stop trying to analyze them with your mind and stop taking them in trying to you know filter them through your own mind and make sense of it because because your analyzation is poison. because all that you're doing, all any perception is, any opinion, anything that you think you need to filter through to make sense about is not your own. It's lifetimes and generations and generations and lifetimes and so much time of other people's opinions other people's perceptions, what other people have thought, other people's experiences and their takeaways from that experience, all passed down to other people throughout so much time, and it's not truly our interpretation, it's not truth, we can't take those things as our truth, this experience right here is your truth, this experience right here, without analyzing it through outside perspective or anybody else's perception, is the ultimate truth, the ultimate lesson. And everybody can learn it in an entirely different way, but you'll learn it like this. And that's what's so beautiful about it. There is no wrong or right way to experience this. You see, I feel like Costa Rica was honestly <laughs> ayahuasca speaking through me in many, many, many different ways, the whole experience. And it was interesting because before going into the ceremony, the shaman told me, like, he believes that ayahuasca starts working through you the moment that you decide that you're going to do it, and it made sense to me. Let me give you a little little bit of a backstory here because when I first came to Costa Rica, I stayed in San Jose for like four days, and um, I don't know if any of you guys have been to Costa Rica, but if you have, then you know that San Jose is just not great. <laughs> it is like garbage. Even the locals will tell you, San Jose is ugly. <laughs> Um, and they don't like it. So I had this expectation as to how my experience was going to go when I went to Costa Rica. Uh, You know, seeing these certain types of things, being in these jungle wilds, seeing um, lots of nature, lots of animals. Of course, I had this expectation of how it was going to go. And when that expectation wasn't met within that first, like, couple of days, I started to get really discouraged. I started to get really disappointed. And I realized through the ceremony as well that the only thing that ever disappoints you is your own expectations. Not everything is going to go perfectly. Not everything is going to go according to plan. Oh, dropped my popcorn. Not everything is going to go according to plan exactly how you want it to go because What kind of fun would that be? What kind of lessons would you learn if that were the case? Life is not going to be this bullet point list of things that are gonna happen and how they're gonna happen for you. It doesn't work like that. And so a big, big, big lesson of Costa Rica and within ayahuasca was to let go of expectations. To let go of expectations. Because I think about this also within the manifestation world, right? We expect something to go a certain type of way. We kind of get stuck in this rabbit hole of how things are going to happen for us. But we, because of this, we disappoint ourselves when it doesn't happen that way, or when it doesn't happen when we expected it to, or when we wanted it to. And therefore we're just infusing all this lack mentality because it didn't go our way. <laughs> but we're also closing the door to so many endless possibilities. We're limiting ourselves as to all the ways that things can happen for us and can unfold for us. Another beautiful story about this. After my ceremony, this was my last day in Costa Rica. I I, uh, took a bus from Uvita back to San Jose. I booked a place. I got there around like 8 o'clock at night, took a taxi. I shut up at my spot like a little after 8 o'clock and um, to a very confused host that did not have a room for me. Turns out I booked the wrong dates. So in the midst of a panic, on the brink of crying, I I decided to tell myself that no, at least it's going to work out. It, it's going to be okay. I'm Not going to be homeless. <laughs> it's going to something. It's going to work out. And the host was incredibly nice. Packed up my 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 bags and stuff and put them in his car, his personal car, and drove me around the street. And he said that he had a friend that. Um, had a cancellation and they ended up with rooms that night. We ended up pulling up to a place that I wanted to originally book, but it was so sad because it said it was unavailable online. See, it's <laughs> like above, against all odds, I mean everything was closed. I don't know if you know, but in those places in like Central America, there's no like doors you can knock-on or anything like that. They're all gated and locked at night. Um, And luckily he knew the woman that was able to get the code, was able to get me inside and and show me to my room. (laughs) And I was just buzzing with this feeling of trust and guidance and just surrendering to the experience and allowing myself to just let it be and know that everything will come to me as it should. And it might not have it perfectly. It might not happen how you think it's going to happen for you. Like, God, how how was I supposed to be able to predict that that's how I was going to get that place that night? (laughs) And it made it even more special because of that. It was such an incredible manifestation that came from a totally unexpected place that I could have never called out. You can't be closed off to how it was going to go. I was extremely disappointed that It was all booked out when I looked online. I just booked another place, and I was like, fine, cool, whatever. (laughs) I wasn't trying to control the experience, and I think that that's one of the biggest reasons why it flew my way, because I was a match for it. I desired it, but I also surrendered the idea of it. I don't need it. do a lot of traveling, I love travel, I'm a Sagittarius, <laughs> and I travel as much as I possibly can, and to expect that everything's just going to go exactly how I anticipate, is just, it's not true, and it never will be, I had so many tours that got cancelled, and some of them I just booked out of pure, just uncomfortability, because I was like, what am I going to do with my time, because everything was closed, it was um, Semana de Santa, which is the week, Holy Week. Um, it's the week of Easter, so everything was closed, (laughs) and the experience was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. I had some moments where I was disappointed, where I felt like I didn't see as much as I wanted to, and I realized how how egotistic that was, because not all travel, especially when you travel often, not all travel is going to be all rainbows and sunshines and Lagoons and uh, bright white sandy beaches with bright blue water and waterfalls and jungles and <laughs> it's not all going to be like that. Travel is also meant to teach you a lesson, especially traveling alone, and you have to be open to that experience. Like I said, the whole experience was ayahuasca working for me, teaching me so many different lessons that all loop together all. like I had literally every single answer I could ever want to life <laughs> at my fingertips during this ceremony. Like, I was having this conversation with God, who was a woman, who was me. It felt like me, though. It felt like I already had all those answers. It wasn't like this epiphany that I had never thought about. Sure, it was different viewpoints, and it was told to me in different ways that allowed me to integrate it differently. But it felt like I knew all of these answers already. They were familiar to me. And I started to feel so special, <laughs> right? I started to feel so special because I puked like once—not once—I mean, one series of times though, um, and I and I handled it really well. Like I didn't—I took two cups and I I didn't puke probably until like the last hour of um, the experience. And the woman I was with had who had done it before was throwing up like crazy, and I was sending her so much love one of the times, and I was just thinking. I feel so special like Mother Aya has just greeted my body so well she's just made a home within me and I feel so special for that and this experience has been so beautiful and transcendent and special and then this voice came through to me and said but we all are we all are special we all have this power we all have this divinity and this connection we all have this nourishment we all have these answers within us and it's not just you And it was in this moment that I just started to feel so connected, so connected, and I had some insights about my relationship, some insights about my family, and for the family like part of it, I am on a very, very spiritual path, and I would not consider my family to be on that path, and sometimes um, there's a disconnect but i felt this this divine connection with them for what seemed like just one moment and i even saw like my littlest sibling which is only 3 years old being so divinely connected to this beautiful spirit and i saw it and i felt it i had the i was in this moment of like asking questions trying to get answers and i asked about my relationship and i asked about is this the person you know, I was asking about specifically about home because I was feeling so at home in this spirit, so at home in this consciousness and with Mother Aya in me. And um, I was thinking about other things that feel like home in my life because that's all we have space for things that feel like home. And I asked if, if Dane was my home, if my boyfriend was my home. <laughs> and, and it's funny because. It was kind of like my conscious mind asking that question, and it was a very unconscious response. I didn't think it. It just came upon me, and it was just like, yes. And then, and again, the saying, like, I started to kind of interpret it with my conscious mind, trying to analyze it with my conscious mind for just a split second, and then I got her saying again, like, you can't analyze that. It's a feeling And if you think that anything is getting in your way from doing these things in this world that you want to do, there's nobody, there's no thing, there's no place, there's no person, there's no nothing, job, there's no time, there's no anything that's getting in your way from doing that besides yourself. So if you think it's something else that, um, you know, might be in keeping you from excelling in this big, crazy way, like for me, maybe traveling, being a digital nomad, um, as, much as, as much as I possibly can seeing in this world, there is no thing, no time, no nobody that is keeping me from doing that but myself. And I'm so comforting because I feel like my analyzing mind sometimes questions a lot of things about where I am and what's in my way and we all do this right but it is yeah nobody no thing no time it's ourselves it's only ourselves and we try to place kind of like blame on other like circumstances in our lives as to why it's not happening for us to comfort ourselves to make ourselves feel less bad (laughs) (laughs) And take less responsibility. Mm. The experience was just so magical. It's something that's so hard to describe in words. Anybody that's done ayahuasca can resonate with this, can understand this. Um, But I wanted to share that experience with you. I feel like I could probably go on forever and ever. (laughs) And... The spirit of Aya really just runs through you afterwards even, like, it's so hard to describe. Um, as much as you allow, though, and the aftermath, the integration of the experience, what you do with the, with the experience, with that knowledge, with those lessons, and those heal- that healing, with those insights, that is what is most important. Not one ceremony can change you. You have to change you. It has to be a conscious choice. And it's not like, you need to change. (laughs) Sometimes the change is just letting go of that. Sometimes the change is just surrendering to the flow of life. It's like um, my shaman was telling me beforehand, you know, once you start feeling the effects, and this goes, I want you to think about this in terms of just life itself. When you start feeling the effects of ayahuasca, as we were just saying, you're like, I want you to consider yourself like a leaf. And there's a river below you, and when the leaf falls and falls into the river the leaf can't go back up into the tree it has to flow with the river the more you resist like i said just the more fearful it will it will be and i feel like that's why i had such a beautiful experience because i had done magic mushrooms beforehand as well and i had really integrated the feeling of needing to surrender to the experience and it was the core core um, attribute to my experience and so when you hear people having all these crazy, hellish, ego death, like want to cry, make you scream, <laughs> I don't know, visions of death and all these horrible things, it's likely. And I'm not. This is my first time doing it, so I'm not gonna say for sure. But I'm gonna say it's likely that those experience or experiences are because they're fighting the experience. That my shaman was telling me that as well. He said that most people will have a very tremendous amount of surrendering to the experience, and that's when they have a very, very intense experience. There is no such thing as a good or bad experience. It's just a different lesson you need to learn in a harder way or a softer way. And it really just depends on how willing you are to surrender because she will make you surrender. (laughs) Uh, So either it'll take longer and be more intense to get you to do so, or it won't. So it's something you have to be very mentally prepared for. But mm, it was just so nurturing. and I just went to bed buzzing. And um, in this comfortable, comfortable bed, just feeling so blessed for life, waking up to the sun's rise. And I woke up, uh, actually, I woke up around, like, 6 o'clock-ish. Didn't, like, fully wake up. Um, but I opened my eyes and, you know, kind of woke up for a second, and I could hear all of the birds and animals outside just going crazy, and it was so beautiful, and I just remember falling back asleep, just so, so grateful and happy and joyous, and waking up again with the sun on my bed, knowing that it's just like, I can take my time, and it's so soothing and comforting, and we need to live like this always. <laughs> now I feel like I'm just off in a daze and won't stop talking. <laughs> so, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope that, um, I feel like that for me, I haven't really found many of these. Like, many reviews or testimonial Like, I don't know, like, people talking about their experiences. Like, the real, raw, how they felt, what happened, experiences. Um, about psychedelics and especially ayahuasca. It's kind of like this bi- big mystery. It's just this thing you hear down the loop and you have to ask someone directly, maybe. Um, So I wanted to give that to you. If you are at all nervous, like you said, it'll, it will hop right in your face and you'll know you'll have a feeling when you're ready to pursue in this journey and you have to be very important to be very, very spiritually, mentally, physically ready um, and set and setting who you're with um shaman you're with all is very, very intentional very important as well. So, I hope that this has been helpful to anyone or anyone that may be curious. <laughs> and, yeah. I will talk to you guys Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please screenshot this and put it on your IG stories and tag me with your takeaways. I would love to hear them. I would love to see all of you listeners out there and engage with you. And make sure to give me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me to put this podcast out there further into the world and yeah so I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you guys next week